Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices moreover that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, you will dial 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion today. Again, if you're local, you will dial 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. Again, the toll-free number to join in on our discussion today. If you have a question, a praise report, a prayer request, we'd love to hear from you. Outside the Las Vegas area, 800-366-8883. We are being broadcasted live on KKVV's AM dial and FM dial. The FM dial would be 101.5 FM and the AM dial would be 1060 AM. Also, we are being streamed live from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless, and we just wave to you. In addition to that, we are also being broadcasted live over the Internet from Save the Lost at All Costs website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can go to our website again, www.savethelostlv.org. Click on to the date that you missed or listen to anything that the Holy Spirit is leading you to. The gospel is always free on our watch. Again, that's www.savethelostlv.org. LV.org. We are also on iTunes, and again, that would be free as well. I want to thank Senior Pastor Joseph E. Terry Jr. for coming in last Sunday and blessing us tremendously with his presence and a wonderful topic that he had talking about the legitimacy of today's church uh, in today's society. So it was a real blessing. It was a powerhouse. I trust that if you missed it, that you go to the website at Save the Lost at All Costs and just listen to it and get blessed. So thank you, Pastor Terry. It was appreciative. Uh, my mother and I, while we were in the mission field, took the time out to watch it over the Internet and listen, open up our Bibles and take notes. So we were really, really blessed by it. Brother Vernon is back. How are you, man of God? So good to see you, Brother Vernon is to my right and to your left. How are you? Good to see you, Nina. I'm doing well. I'm, God has blessed me to be here today, and I appreciate that and appreciate you and continuing with Save the Lost at All Costs. Well, wonderful. Had a great time out in the mission field, fellowship with the wonderful church uh, in the Southern California area, 
it's just great uh, to know that God is really doing great things in a season called now and that there are people who are Bible teaching believers, doers and hearers of the word and uh, do not be discouraged. There are plenty wonderful places where people meet to do God's work, to celebrate God, to teach God, to uh, demonstrate his miracle signs and wonders. Do not be discouraged. Go and cast your net deeper and wider. Amen. Amen. All right. We are working on a series. Uh, This is going to be the first part of the series. And the series is called Put a Praise on Your Pain. Praise on your pain. Put a praise on your pain. So if anybody has any kind of pain, I'm telling you during this series, you need to put a praise on your pain. Are you ready to get into it, Brother Vernon? Absolutely. Let's All see. right. So, Brother Vernon, I want you to go to First Peter, and you're going to go to chapter 1, and you're going to read the first nine verses. Again, we are going to go to First Peter, chapter 1, and Vernon is going to read the, verse, the first nine verses. Now, Vernon, you have the New King James Version. And I have the King James Version, so we have the best of both worlds. Amen? Amen. All right. I picked it up yesterday, so I'm excited. I said, you know what? We're going to have the the best of both worlds going forward. All right. The best of both worlds going forward. Praise God. Amen. All right. So we're in 1 Peter chapter 1, and we're looking at verses 1 through 9, and Brother Vernon is reading from the New King James Version. Amen. First Epistle of Peter. Verse 1, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Bithynia. Uh, Bithynia, thank Mm -hmm. you. Verse 2, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you. Verse 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. 6, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. 7, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 8. Whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy, inexpressible and full of glory. 9. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Wow. So, first of all, Brother Vernon, there's something that stands out. When we look at verse 1, Peter is talking about the Gentiles, 
that have been scattered. He's talking to all those that believe, but he's specifically talking to the Gentiles that are the believers that have been scattered because he mentions those areas. That would be Asia Minor and what we would call modern day Turkey. So that's where they were. They had come from possible beginnings of Jerusalem. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Then they were, you know, put out in different providences in Rome. But a lot of them were in that far area of Asia Minor. And believe it or not, that's where the seven churches were established. In addition to that, he wanted them to know that they were part of the elect. Now, when you get down to verse 2, do you see how it says the elect? And what did it say about that? Read verse 2 again, please. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. So there was foreknowledge. So it wasn't like it wasn't new to God. Mm -hmm. God already had them a part of his plan. And that they have to understand, even though they were scattered, they weren't scattered away from God. And it was all right for them to be under these serious trials and tribulations, pain, Brother Vernon. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to put a praise on our pain. Have you ever been scattered? Have you ever been separated? Have you ever been under great opposition? Because you love God, because you had a hunger for God, because you wanted to be a part of his plan. Yet there were those that told you that you couldn't be. So we have to understand he's talking to the elect. And it does not matter what condition that you are. It has nothing to do with your education. It has nothing to do with your social status. It has nothing to do with the size of your wallet or your purse. It has nothing to do with your address. It has nothing to do with your ancestry. It's talking about right now. And Peter had a right time and a right now message for them and reminded them they were the elect. So let's go down to verse 3. Verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. See, the thing is, is that Jesus, they were aware, was crucified, that he died, but he was not dead. He said the hope was living It's not a dead hope in Christ. It's a living hope in Christ. And every day it grows stronger, no matter how great the opposition. We have to understand that. That our faith is strengthened through adversity, Brother Vernon. Our faith is strengthened through our pain. God knows who you are already. We established that in verse 2. But see, some of us do not have a testimony because we're not sure about what it is that we can endure. 
See, so the test is not for God. The test is for us to know that we are tried by what? His standard. Amen. That is the faith that we have in him. Amen. Now, if Jesus is our Lord and Savior, our brother and sister in Christ, amen, because we have the same inheritance that he has, we have the same father that he has, why would we not have to go through some things that he went through? See, the thing is, is that there is power in the blood. There is power in the family. There is power in the kingdom. But we are going to have to go through some things because we're not like anybody else, brother. And if God be for us, then who can, can be, be against, against us? So we do have a caller. We are going to finish a couple of more verses, and then we're going to pick up this call. So caller, please be patient with us. So verse 4, brother. Verse 4 to an, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Can you imagine what kind of guarantee is that? That is a guarantee that nobody can take away from you. It says incorruptible, undefiled. It said it will never fade away. He only makes that statement to the elect. Amen. Even though they're scattered, even though they're under great persecution, even though people do not believe that they are God's chosen. Oh, but they are. And it has nothing to do with what anybody says because of the testing. Amen. Amen. Because of what they're enduring for their faith. You got to know what you know, Vernon. Mm -hmm. You have to tell yourself, I know that I know. That I know. Amen. So let's keep going, brother. Verse 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Because it's impossible to please, please God, God without, without faith. faith. Amen. You want strength? It's going to come through your faith. Amen. And how do you get faith? Through testing. Amen. Amen. Because you need to know what you can endure. How do you know how much weight you can lift if you don't lift it? Talk is cheap, Vernon. Oh, I can lift that weight. Oh, I can do that. Talk is cheap. There has to be a manifestation. If God said, let there be light, what? There is light. And not only is there light, he says it's good. How about that? Amen. So it says that you are being kept by God, right? And, and and your gift is the salvation, right? right? But in order to get to the salvation, you got to have the faith. Amen. Because why have salvation if you don't believe it's salvation? And if you don't believe that it's a gift from God, there's right. nothing you can do for a gift but accept it, brother. Amen. So we're going to bring the caller on and then we're going to continue on with what we're doing. Amen. Amen. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs and God bless you and thank you for waiting. God bless you, Minister Nina. How are you, Pastor Terry? So good to hear your voice, man of God. Yeah, yeah I was listening uh, as you guys were reading First Peter chapter 1. Yes, sir. And I just wanted to give some clarity on a couple of things. Sure. Uh, first of all, when you're reading the beginning to the pilgrims of the dispersion, mm -hmm. and then it's Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. It's talking about those 
who were taken out of their homeland in Jerusalem, sure. which were Jews. Okay. Okay, now if you go over to James chapter 1 and the B part of verse 1, you will see it uh, makes a statement to those who are scattered abroad, mm-hmm. uh, the, dis- the diaspora. Mm-hmm. But it's referring to those Jews who had been taken out of Jerusalem and, of course, by the Chaldeans and taken to Babylon. And from that point, the scattering took place. Now, they are the pilgrims because, really, in the land that they were taken to and the places they ended up in, they were foreigners. Okay. So I just kind of wanted to clarify that. And then I wanted to say a great topic and, you know, uh, bring it home. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, man of God. Okay. God bless you. All right. God bless you more. Praise God. Amen. Well, we always appreciate Pastor Terry, and we always appreciate clarity in the scriptures. Amen? Amen. Because we are teaching God's word. This is God's work, and we need to make sure that it is clear and that it is what it is according to the scriptures that God has set forth. Amen. Amen. These are historical documents too. And we want to make sure that we are keeping it in the historical content as well. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we appreciate that. Thank you, Pastor Terry. Thank you. So we are going to go on to uh, verse six. No, you're right. Okay. Verse six. You're Mm -hmm. right. Okay. Verse six Mm -hmm. from the first epistle of Peter. In this, you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Mm -hmm. All right. So when we say trials, and it says only for a little while, right? Mm -hmm. So we should not be concentrating solely on the trials. Because our whole life has not been solely trials. We have been blessed, correct? Amen. We have been elevated right we have the gift of salvation we have the the gift of progressive sanctification we have redemption we have the gift of revelation a lot of us have been blessed from many many generations we have been protected we have been able to have his grace and his mercy that endures forever so we have to understand that God knows what he's doing. And because he is in our lives, we're able to endure anything that he gives us. But we have to be bold, Brother Vernon. There will be times when I will not be in the radio studio. There will be times when I will be in uh, areas where people are not receptive to the word of God. Amen. And that can be in my own house. That can be among my own brethren or those that look like me. Uh, My family may not be receptive. Sometimes your family, sometimes those in your own local body are very, very critical of who you are and what you're doing for God. Everybody does not support what you do for God. And you should not be shocked about it. Just know that God is with you when you make a statement for him and you're living your life according to the scriptures and you're obeying him. You have no one to fear. And where are you going to end up? You're going to end up with him. 
a lot of people or I don't want to be in pain. I, I, I don't want this assignment. I, I don't want to deal with this. How are you going to be perfected? How do you get the impurities out? Our job is to ultimately be Christ-like. And that is a journey that takes time. That takes a lot of adversity, a lot of heating up, a lot of pain, a lot of valleys. You don't get to pick your assignment, man of God. It's been preordained. Your job is to understand that God is with you and to follow his command. Amen. He is the one that's going to do the progressive sanctification. He is the one that's going to bring the increase. You want to be promoted by God because where God guides, he provides. Be careful about the man promotion. It may really have some strings attached to it. And you have to be careful what you wish for because you might get it. See, all these trials that they're experiencing, Mm -hmm. it's to strengthen their faith. It's to make sure that people know those are God's people. Because when people come against you, Brother Vernon, and you survive the attacks, Mm -hmm. the spiritual attacks, the financial attacks, the mental attacks, the psychological attacks, the reputation attacks, the employment or non-employment attacks, the geographical attacks, the relationship attacks, when people come out of authority. See, a child is not a parent. And children will come against their parents. And things have to be As God set them up, there's a divine order to things. Amen. And when a child starts questioning his parent or her parent all the time, then we have to decide whose authority is going to be recognized. Amen. Yes. And God set up order for a reason. See, Jesus would say, That he and the father are one, but he would do nothing without his father. He always put his father in a superior position. Amen. So we got to understand that we got to put a praise on the pain, man of God, because we are being made into Christ like warriors. And I want Christ's face upon me. I want the assignment. I want the adversity. Because if it's going to increase my faith and get me closer to Christ, I want it. And I want it now. Because I need it in order to do what it is that God will have me to do. We should not run from it. We should welcome it and we should cry out to our father always because he's there to assist us. Always. Understand when you want God more in your adversity. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a God thing. Mm-hmm. 
because it reminds us of who we should be crying out to. Right. We have another caller. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. Okay, praise the Lord. This is Pastor Genesis. How you doing, my sister? Hey, how are uh, you, Pastor uh, Genesis? So good to hear God your voice. God bless you, brother. Your topic is, 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 is very interesting. Um, when you mentioned the elect, when oftentimes when the Word of God is talking about the elect, it's talking about uh, the children of, of Israel, Jerusalem, the Jews. Mm-hmm. And uh, the... Uh, it was interesting about up in uh, Turkey, you was in Asia Minor, where the seven churches were there. This is where John, uh, the, the revelator, he took Miriam, uh, Yeshua, Jesus' mother, and he lived up there, and he had a home, and her bones is buried there. And then he was starting all these churches up there, and then even the Church of Philadelphia, Brotherly Love was uh, was there, and they was doing evangelism and stuff of this nature here. And then uh, he was... Uh, cast out in exile on the Isle of Patmos, and that's when the Lord showed him the book of Revelation and took him to the third heavens and etc. Sure. So, but the the topic is is very good. And then if you if you uh, in the scripture when uh, Shayu the Apostle Paul, right, uh, God called him, and then he called him specifically for the Gentile because the Jews were supposed to, you know, get it together in their own house and for, for the Israel in, in, in Jerusalem. And then uh, he was going to extend it to the, uh, to the Gentiles because the purpose of God choosing the Jews was to evangelize the world. But some of them it was harder, but then some did. And uh, Paul came on the scene. And then now in the Messiah, because the intent of God was for everybody to get saved, but he had to, he had to start at his own house to, to send him out. And then Paul was uh, was called for that purpose. And now we are one in the Messiah, one in Yeshua, Jesus, you know, and, and, and we're one in the olive tree. So now we're all included, all Gentiles that are believers of the, of the Messiah, Yeshua, they are now in the family in one body, and be, and they become Jews, and we're all just one family. There's no, there's no uh, Jew, Gentile, Greek, or anything else. We're one family in, in the in the Lord Jesus, uh, Yeshua. So this topic is very, very interesting that you you're teaching on. All right, God bless you, and God, hello, Brother Vernon. God bless you. Hello. All right, right. well, thank I'll you, man of God. We okay. appreciate your encouragement. I'll thank okay. you. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. Amen. <laughs> Brother Vernon, I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 6, and I want you to look at verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12 from the New King James, Mm -hmm. that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises, or the promise. See, we can't slow down. Because we have trials and tribulations. That's not a reason to slow down. It didn't kill you, Brother Vernon. So the thing is, is that in life, a fighter is taught to take a punch. And those who can't take punches, they can't endure the round. And a fight is made up of many rounds, correct? Correct. And a lot of times you have to fight all the way to the end. It's not decided in the first or the second round. But in every round, I guarantee you, you will land a punch and you will take several punches. 
So you are going to have trials and you are going to have tribulations, but we have to have a certain character. It builds our character. It builds our strength. Jesus has no use for a lukewarm Christian. Your faith cannot waver. You have to be just as bold, just as confident, just as assured when your house is on fire and when it's not. Amen. So the thing is, is that you're going to be shown. You're going to be tested. And it's not to show God anything. It's to show you. You got to know what you know that you know. And you've got to praise God and thank him that he thought enough for you to give you a trial. Because what does it make you? It makes you more Christ-like. It builds up your faith. You need faith. You need strength. You can't get it without adversity. So this is not the time to be complaining about your pain. Amen. Um, when you we should not waste it, Vernon, with complaints. Right. Um, you made me think of Proverbs twenty four ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Mm. Now let's go to First Timothy. We're going to look at chapter two, and you're going to read the first two verses. Again, we're going to First Timothy. We're going to go to chapter two, and we're going to look at the first two verses. First Timothy chapter two. Verse 1, therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Verse 2, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful, peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. See, the thing is, is that we got to learn how to pray for our leaders. They are going through for us amen amen your parents go through so that you can be blessed so we have to understand that we have to make intercession we have to be there to support that that god has set up and if we're busy complaining talking about we're in pain we don't want to do this and questioning everything constantly walking in rebellion how are you going to get strong Now, you don't want people to treat you like that, but you want to be hollering the loudest. Vernon, you can always tell an empty wagon because it makes a lot of noise. (laughs) Excuse me. We have Mm -hmm. to understand that in discipleship, it's learning. Amen. And you're not the first person that went through anything. It's our character, Vernon. It says a lot about who we are by how we complain there's a wonderful song that says i won't complain and i pray that you pull it up and you listen to it and the psalmist really knows what he's talking about amen amen let's go to the book of psalms and let's understand about adversity some of us need to be woke up vernon And we're going to go to chapter, excuse me, Psalm 25, and we're going to look at verse 1 and 2. We're going to go to Psalm 25, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 2. Psalm 25, from the New King James Version. Mm -hmm. Verse 1, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Verse 2, O my God, I trust in you. 
Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. There it is. Amen. If you're in pain, if you're in adversity, who are you supposed to lift it up to? God. And what? And, and then, then you're not supposed to be ashamed about it, right? Amen. Because it's obvious there's an enemy out there. There's somebody who doesn't want you to succeed, and sometimes that person is you. <laughs> Believe you me, it's, 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 it's something now, that now isn't that something, yeah, it's Something that we're talking about this because I've been going through some pain, physical pain, other pain, and and since I pray every day and I'm trying to improve my conscious contact with God, Amen. I'm like. And then I hear him, I'll say, are you ready now? Okay, I'll give it to you. And it's just like, why, you know, it's like I want to play with it. I worry. I said, why am I feeling this? Oh, okay, God, I'm tired. And then when I do that, it's like, and then I go back, why was I? That's what brings tears to my heart of joy. This is where the joy comes from. And then it just shrinks. You know, but being human, I'll be like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Oh, am I going to make it another? I got to get up at five. Then I, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm. Then I give it to him, and it's like, so what? I gotta get up at five. Just, it's just amazing. The more I do it, the more I know who to give it to. I sh- well, I'm sh- always known who to Amen. give it to. I'm just, I still but, have. But these... see, but see, the universe bears witness to what you speak into existence. Amen. And the angels can only follow the direction that you send them in. Right. So when you send them in, that that they can't do, they don't respond to confusion. No. Careful what you pray for. One direction. They don't respond to that. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, where are they? Because it's the command that you're sending out. It's the prayer that you're sending out does not line up. If it doesn't have God in it, and if you're not addressing God in the proper way, mm-hmm. what do you want him to do? Amen. Man of God, we're going to go over one more scripture. We see the caller on the line. We will get to you. Be patient with us. We're going to go to Psalm 103. And we're going to look at verses 13 and 14. Psalm 103, we're going to uh, 13 and 14. Again, you're in the New King James Version. Is that right, Brother Vernon? Absolutely right. All right. And that's Psalm 103, Mm -hmm. 13 and 14. Verse 13, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. 14, for he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. Now, when you're talking about fear, talking about that reverence, okay, this is not uh, where the boogeyman fear. This is about reverence, okay? Now, he says a regular man, not even a God-fearing man, not even a, a, a son, if you will, pities his child. What more do you think God will do? Because God created us. He knows our frame. He knows that we're dust. We weren't a living, breathing soul until he breathed his breath into us. Mm-hmm. Truly, God knows what you can handle. Hello, thank you for waiting. Thank you for waiting. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. Praise the Lord, my sister, Minister Nina Griffin. Praise the Lord, Vernon. How y'all doing today? Wonderful. How are you, woman of God? So good to hear oh your voice. Oh, my God. I am sitting in heavenly places. I feel like singing. I feel like singing this song, Oh, How He Loves Me. Amen. Oh, How He Loves Me. You know, I was praying today, and this message is truly a blessing. Um in the in the book of Second Timothy, verse three, uh, chapter three, verse sixteen, God says that 
the scriptures were given by him for inspiration mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that it was profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, mm-hmm. that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for a good work. I just want to thank God for you because this message about putting a praise on it has truly lifted my soul and has brought me into a place of reproof. God, God is bringing about a correction, and now he's giving instructions. And I even had to look at the book of Psalms, and, and I began to just pull out descriptive praise hymns so that while I'm going through this trial, while I'm being strengthened, mm-hmm. while my faith is being tested, mm-hmm. I can look up in the Word of God and begin to declare uh, praise unto the Lord. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for allowing God to use you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being obedient. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Well, we thank Thank you, you. thank you, and thank you for allowing me to uh, listen and that you trust the God in me. I really appreciate that, and I'm honored by it, and thank you, and I love you. Hallelujah. So continue. I just wanted to let you know, you know, if if I could reach from here from Baltimore, Maryland, and I would reach all the way over there to California, and I would just give you a gigantic, gigantic bear hug. Well, amen. So, well, hugs we, and kisses, and thank you again. Well, thank you, and, I, and we want to let you know we're back in Nevada, so we love you as well. We okay. We appreciate that. God bless amen. you, sis. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen. So we have another caller, and we're going to take it in a moment. But, Brother uh, Vernon, I need you to go to Romans chapter 5, and I want you to read uh, verses 3 four, five, and six, and we're going to bring the caller on. Uh, Romans chapter five, I want you to read verses three, four, five, and six. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you, man of God. God bless you too, Sister Nina, and how are you doing? I'm wonderful. I want you to catch this in your spirit with us. We are in Romans, we are in chapter five, and we're going to read verses three, four, five, and six, and let me know when you're ready. Okay, well, I actually just had to, uh, just wanted to comment real, real sure. quick. First of all, let me acknowledge uh, Brother Vernon. How you doing, Brother I'm Vernon? I'm doing great, Roger. It's good, good hearing you. And I just want to real, real quick, and I will follow along. I just, uh, like the sisters just called, and I, I am too uh, blessed by this message. And uh, uh, also wanted to acknowledge Pastor Terry uh, for when he called in. Obviously, I went to James and followed um uh, his uh, pointing out of the clarity on verse one, James one, and I just went exactly to the uh, to the preceding or the following uh, uh, verse. And I know that's a verse that we're all familiar with, and it just reminded me exactly of what you're speaking about today. So you're definitely speaking uh, the word of God, and that would be James one two, Amen. and the New King James version says, "My brother, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials." knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Amen. So you're, you're definitely on point. I'm being blessed by it, too. Uh, thank you for t- taking my call, and I will follow along. Uh, and Romans, where are we going now, you say? Chapter 5. We're looking at verses 3, 4, 5, and 6. Okay. And to um, get back to what you were talking about, you were in James 1, and you read verse 2, correct? That's correct. 
So I have the uh, King James Version. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it says in verse 3, it says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. And then uh, then we look at verse 4, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and tire, wanting nothing. 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. See, that's the beautiful thing, is that we have to be in the trial. We have to be in the tribulation, because it produces patience. And when we go through it, guess what? When we come out, we lack nothing. Because God is the one that gave us the trial. Can you imagine that you being delivered and you lack nothing in that deliverance? That you lack nothing when your house got foreclosed on? You lack nothing when they took your car? You lack nothing when you lost your job? You lack nothing when they lied on you? You lacked nothing when your kids came up against you. You lacked nothing when people tried to slander you because you wanted to disciple for Christ. That's a beautiful thing. They have no charge to bring against you, and you have survived it. Not only have you survived it, you got the victory. And you shut their mouths as peanut butter on white bread in your mouth. It's done. It's closed. I love it. We got to understand that God knows what he's doing and he is not obligated to tell us what he's doing. When you walk by faith, it's not by sight. And if you got to see it, it's not faith. I cannot see God in this realm, in this fleshly body. I am not able to see him, but I know that he is real. I know that he exists. I know that he guides me. He teaches me. He gives me assignments. The Holy Spirit speaks to me, protects me, corrects me. I can do nothing without that God. I can do nothing without my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm all right with the adversity. Bring it on. Put a little praise on it. Right? Amen. Put a praise on it. Amen. We got to praise. Put a praise on the pain. So, Brother Vernon, if we can have you read, we are again in Romans chapter 5. We're looking at verses 3 through 6. Verse 3. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Verse 5, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Verse 6, for when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Wow, and we were the ungodly. Amen? Amen. Amen. And he died for us. So the thing is, look at all those things that you get. Would you read some of those wonderful spiritual divine gifts that we get? Love, joy, peace. But what does it say right there about the trial and the tribulation? What does it say that it produces? Perseverance, character, uh, character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. 
example was given to us. But see, the thing is, there's all types of character, but this is godly character. Amen. There's all types of perseverance, but this is godly perseverance. There's all kinds of hope, but this is godly hope. This is the hope that you need. This is the perseverance that you need. And this is the character that you need. Amen. Amen. Because it's associated with the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is what we have coming to us. And this is why we can experience it now. The kingdom is here. The kingdom is now. I don't have to wait to die for it to get it to where I leave this earth. I can have all this right now if I'm willing and do not question God about the adversity that he puts in my life. See, that's the beautiful thing. The thing is, is that we have an advocate in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I thank you for the call, Brother Roger. I thank you for your due diligence to look at the scriptures further further based on Pastor Terry calling in and giving us that godly correction. So thank you. And you know I love you. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, brother. brother. Bye-bye. So let's look at Psalm 3, verse 4. See, the thing is, we need some motivation. Now we're going to get to the motivation part. Let's look at Psalm 3, verse 4. Amen. Amen. Psalm 3, verse 4. Mm-hmm. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill, Selah. Well, see, the thing is, my voice. So nobody has to go to the God on your behalf. You can go to God on Always. your own behalf. Amen? Always. What does it say? It says, my voice. Mm-hmm. I want to know that I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit. And how does God know that he's hearing from me? Because I have a voice. He gave me a voice. Now, I love for people to pray. Don't misunderstand. But there's a time when you've got to be confident to go to God on your own behalf. Amen? Amen. He is a father who loves you. He cares for you. He knows that your frame and is weak. Amen? Amen? He knows that it's built of dust because he's the one that formed it. It's about relationship, brother. And we got to get into relationship. And how are you going to get in relationship when you won't even cry out to your father? Now you ask mom and them and everybody else for something. They're limited in what they can do. Do you want some power or do you want all no power? power? I want to go to the one that got all power, not some power. Amen. Amen. I want to go to the one that knew me even before I knew anything. That's the one I want to go to. Now let's go to Psalm 9 verse 12. Psalm 9 verse 12. Mm-hmm. When he avenges blood, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. How about that? A lot of people want to tighten up, folks. They want to do it themselves, don't they? Yes. And get themselves in a whole lot of trouble. See, vengeance are mine. He says, I will repay. Amen. Amen. God will not be mocked. What a man sows is what a man reaps. reaps. These are his words. Amen. So you have to be careful because you've done some reaping on some people. You've done some sinning against God. Amen. Amen. Concerning how you treated people. You've done some things that you weren't proud of that you didn't take care of rightly. Okay. So fair exchange is no robbery. Let God do it. He is 
the just God. He is the righteous God. He is the loving God. He is the merciful God. And you cannot survive this life without his grace and mercy. Amen. You can't. Be careful how you want to bring the hammer of God on somebody because you could be bringing that hammer on yourself. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Psalm 34, verse 17. Psalm 34, verse 17. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out out of all their troubles. See, it says the righteous. Mm -hmm. And how many troubles does he deliver them out of? All of them. So if you're righteous, amen, amen. in right standing with God, right. in relationship with him, not perfection, because if you look in the dictionary for your name, you won't see <laughs> perfection. Amen? amen. I know it's not in there for mine. However, we have to agree that God is right. Amen. amen. And not some of the time, all the time, that Always, his word is right. Not some of the time, all the time. Amen. Always, so we need to get back up and get in line and so when we're in right standing how many troubles will he deliver us from all of them okay you need to underline that and you need to put what a praise on that pain hello amen so whatever pain you have guess what if you're righteous with god he'll deliver you from it amen he does <laughs> it yes. doesn't get better than that Woo! He does all right let's go to psalm 66 verse 18 psalm 66 and verse 18, right. the word of God says, mm -hmm. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Wow. See, we want to know why some of our prayers don't get through. Because we're not in right standing. If we're there it is. We you? are doing things that keep us separated from God. And what, what separates us from God? Sin. sin. Amen. Amen. And then practicing sin and trying to justify it and then making statements like God made me this way. Amen. God never sanctions sin, man of God. Never, ever. So if you ever, are trying ever. to transgress and justify it and say that God made me this way, that's a lie from the pit of hell. And God does not receive that, and God is not obligated to act upon that other than to shut it down. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hmm. All right. Now let's go to Galatians chapter 6. We're going to look at verses 7 and 8 again. We're going to Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. We're turning back to the New Testament. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mock, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Eight, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Okay, so if you sow unto me, myself, and I, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a me, myself, and I reward. Amen. Which Amen. is nothing. Amen? Amen. God does not have a me, myself, and I attitude, right? So, it's all in the word. It's very clear right here. And I hope that we selected some scriptures that really, really help you. Now, let's go to Revelation chapter 3, verse 19. We're going to Revelation chapter 3, verse 19. Revelation chapter 3, 
verse 19, and this is Jesus speaking, mm-hmm. as my Bible says in red. Amen. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. He chastens all that he loves. Amen. Amen. And he wants them to do what? Repent. Right. And be zealous in your repentance. You know what I mean? Feverant. Nonstop. Adamant. Passionate about it. You have to have passion in your repentance. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to go to Proverbs 28, verse 13. Proverbs 28, verse 13. Proverbs 28, verse 13. Mm-hmm. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Wow. Read that again, man of God. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Now go over to Proverbs 17, verse 13. Proverbs 17, verse 13, whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Wow. Say that one again. Whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Proverbs 16, 18, please. And Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty, haughty spirit before the fall or a fall. And usually that means pride comes before what? A fall. A fall. Amen. So we have talked about our first series, uh, Put a Praise on the Pain, and we looked at adversity. And adversity is designed by God. It is a wonderful divine gift to build our strength so that we could have something that's called faith. Amen. Amen. And you want that faith under fire. You want that faith that has come about from testing from God. You want it to heat up. You want it to get hot because ultimately you want to have the reflection of Christ in your life, on your face and everything that you do. We love you. Tune in next week for part two. Save the loss at all costs. God bless you. God bless you. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. 
All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what. Right on.